Welcome back to The Daily Devotion. My name is Kevin. I'm the pastor of Christ Church Conway, a congregation of the Presbyterian Church in America here in Conway, Arkansas. The Daily Devotion is a time for us to be strengthened in our faith through the study of Scripture and theology. It's Westminster Wednesday, so we're, of course, going to take a look at the Westminster Confession of Faith. We've been working our way through this incredibly rich theological document that uh, does so much to outline what it is that the Bible teaches and to give us categories to talk about theology. We've made our way up to chapter 5, which is the chapter on the providence of God. It's titled uh, Of Providence, and we've looked at the first two paragraphs, and today we come to the third paragraph, which is often grouped with what we looked at last week. So I'm going to read these two paragraphs together, um, and but we're only going to make some comments about the third paragraph today. So let me pray for us, and then we'll jump in. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you have made your word and, and yourself known through your word, that you've made your gospel clear in your word. We thank you that in your providence you have sent men and women before us who have help, who help us to understand your word, who have formulated uh, great statements of what it is that we believe, what it is that the Bible teaches, such as the Westminster Confession. And we ask that as we study this piece of theology now, that you would give us help by your spirit. In Christ's name we ask this. Amen. So, paragraph two said this, Although in relation to the foreknowledge and decree of God, the first cause, all things come to pass immutably and infallibly, yet by the same providence he ordereth them to fall out according to the nature of second causes, either necessarily, freely, or contingently. So last week on Westminster Wednesday, we looked at that idea, this idea of first and second causes, which we had talked about before when we were looking at the decree of God, that God is the first cause and, and he uses second causes. And that's really what the third paragraph is diving into as well. It's a short paragraph, so today's devotion may be slightly shorter, but this is what paragraph three of the Westminster Confession of Faith, chapter five, says. God, in his ordinary providence, maketh use of means, yet is free to work without, above, and against them at his pleasure. So here, what the, the confession is dealing with is this issue of second causes, here called means, basically. There, there's some fine distinctions to be made there, but generally that's the idea. And it says that ordinarily, in his ordinary providence, in other words, the way things normally work is that God uses means. That, that means he uses cause and effect to bring about his will. So let's think of someone who is sick, for instance. The way God normally works is using means such as medicine. You're sick, you go to the doctor, the doctor gives you some medicine and that kills whatever bug it is that's in you. Or to, to keep from getting sick, you, you eat a healthy diet and you take care of yourself. That's a means that God uses in order to prevent sickness, right? So when we think of, of sickness, it's an easy example. We could use any number of examples, but when we think of Sickness is a helpful example to think about the reality of means. Because many of us, if not all of us, also can think of times where it wasn't the medicine that seemed to work. Rather, through the, the prayers of his people, 
oftentimes or at times inexplicable to doctors, somebody is healed. We, we see this in Jesus' ministry and in the apostles' ministry in recorded in Scripture where Jesus goes up and, and lays his hands on someone that is sick and they are healed. So there God is working against the ordinary means of how things work. He, he's, he's not using the, the normal means of doing things. He's working against them. But he's still using a mean there, the, the mean, the, the, the cause is Christ and his work. And, and so God can work even without that. He doesn't have to have any means whatsoever. And so this is what the confession is trying to wrestle with. This fact that God normally uses these cause-effect relationships. He normally uses means to bring about his will, these second causes. But he doesn't have to. He's not bound to do that, and in fact, he is free to work without, above, and against them at his pleasure. Now, here's what we can't do. We, we can't strong-arm God into working one way or another. We, we can't explain why it is that in one situation he might work through ordinary means, and in another situation he might not. We, we can't deny that he does work through ordinary means, or that he doesn't. The, the Bible upholds both of these realities. And so here it's, it's summarized in our confession that this is the freedom that God has as he brings about his will. He can use means, or he can work against means. And he does it according to his pleasure. So again, we go back to... to what we looked at in the first couple of paragraphs, and we're reminded that, that he governs all things from the greatest even to the least by his most wise and holy providence and the free and immutable counsel of his own will. He's not being strong-armed by some situation. It's not that he wanted to work through means and situation X, but that didn't work out, and so now he's having to respond to that and work against them. No, that's not what's going on here. It wasn't that, that his will somehow was overcome and, and he wasn't able to make use of means in some particular situation. That's not what's happening. It's still his pleasure. It's still according to the, the immutable counsel of his will when he doesn't work according to ordinary means. So again, we, we can't say why he does in one situation, why he does it in the other. What the, the confession of faith is trying to get us to understand here is the freedom of God to work according to his will, according to his pleasure. And our response to this is to trust him. Our response is, is to respond in, in faith, saying, your will be done. We can't say how God's will is going to happen. We can say that normally it's, you know, through ordinary things that, that the rains come and the seasons happen and, and that's how life works. But sometimes it's not that way at all. Sometimes he works in different ways that we don't quite understand. And our job in those moments is to trust him. Not to try to figure him out, not to try to nail him down, not to try to 
find answers to all of these different things, not to explain away any mystery in his divinity, but to trust him that he is going to bring about his good, pleasing, and perfect will, and that he's going to do it according to his pleasure and according to the, the immutable counsel of his will. That's what we're called to in this paragraph, to recognize, yes, he normally works through means, but he doesn't have to. What he will do, one way or another, is bring about his perfect will for us and for all of his creation. Might we learn to trust him as he does that. Amen. Thank you.